this is a Game of Thrones podcast, of course, and a- as you may may already know, oh, we didn't have an episode last week. Sure didn't. Because everything was terrible. I think it's because I spoiled that Renly died on the last episode, mm-hmm. and the universe was just like, no, 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 he's the one true king, you yeah, can't do that. You can't have that. So, why don't we just go over quickly, let me turn pages in my, in my book, yeah. let's give a couple of minutes to last week's show that we watched. Alright. Episode 4, Garden of Bones. Uh, so they open it up with fart jokes, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Fake wife. Fake wife. Uh, uh, Rob, the character, only works if he was 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, way too much uh, uh, gratuitous abuse uh, we made it, of I women, made which is... We made a about uh, wolf. That was going to be the title. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Joffrey... And uh, Tyrion... Right. Yeah, Tyrion waves his dick around a lot and, like, doesn't take into account that Joffrey kind of has a record of going against orders and killing hands of the king, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Bronn points out that Joffrey's mad because he needs to jerk off. Mm-hmm. Um, which, okay. So he just kills women. Yeah. Right. Um, Marjorie Terrell wears a dress that collects rainwater. Shows up again in this episode. Very happy about that. Yep, rainwater dress. 2K15. Um, and Littlefinger spends his time trying to make Marjorie admit that Renly is gay for, uh, I don't know why. Yeah. We did, I, we did. Never resolved. Yep. Uh, Daenerys doesn't know where or what anything is. Yep. Um, that, who is it? Meryl Streep? Susan Sarandon? Susan Sarandon. Yeah. She cries because her, no, she doesn't yeah, cry. Hold. She has no reaction because her son died. Yep. Um, um Littlefinger meets up with Kat, and he's like, oh, man, uh, your husband's dead, and I'm horny. Looks like fate brought us together. Uh, and she's like, I don't, I'm not, she's not down to fuck. So um, she draws a knife. And, um, and then he says, here's some bones, Ned bones. They're not Ned bones. Yeah, this version of the bone zone. Uh, and then there's keeping up with the Baratheons, which is what I dubbed it last week in a, in a great goof. Uh, Stannis and Renly meet up, and it's a really great book. It's a really great chapter of the book, and it's no a peach. fine scene. No peach. No peach. And, you know, Stannis gives Renly the night to reconsider his treason, and he will forgive his unlawful rise, uprising against him and keep him on the, spa, the small if he just fucking chills. Mm-hmm. He even makes him his fucking heir. The dude will be king if he just waits a little while. Stannis is old as shit. Look at that hairline. Like, just fucking wait, buddy. Anyways. Yeah. So, like, oh, I loved him once. It's like, well, fucking, it's your fault. Anyways, uh, they go to Willy Wonka's Chuck. The worst scene of all time with, uh, Zara Zone Zoxos and Kyle Gass from Tenacious D. <laughs> Just the worst fucking scene. And she's, her, Daenerys going, I have dragons, and Kyle Gass goes, prove it. And then she does. And she's it. like, wait, the budget, we need it for the Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Um, and Azarzo and Zaxos cuts his hand, and then there's, like, weird... Like, they do all this Karth stuff that never comes up again. Yeah, I invoke the right of Sumai, and it's like, this isn't important at all. Where's Cal Drogo? Beatles, please stop fighting here in Karth. That was a good joke. Yeah, that was um, a great one. Oh, man, I'm sorry we lost that one. Okay, uh, then Tywin shows up to save Gendry. And he looks like, fucking amazing on that horse. Yeah, so good. He, uh, like, just shits on everyone. He's like, that's a girl, you're an idiot, make him work. Deuces. Yep. Cup girl. Later. Yeah. Um, Lancel is wearing a Party City wig. Um, yeah, and Tyrion slut shames him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um. Stannis talks about his finger bones. 
I mean, yeah. Davos bones <laughs> and Stannis. You know, fewer. first mate, finger bones. Yeah, might as well be. Yeah, he's like, get that shit out of here. It's gross. Um, in the books, it's not even clear that Stannis knew about the Shadow Baby or that he was responsible. He just kind of has like a sneaking suspicion that he was somehow responsible. And he's a little guilty about it, but in the show he's like, evil music, we're not going to talk about this evil thing that I'm doing to the one true king, no more talkies. And uh, so Davos rose Melisandre, she's like, yeah, she's like, what's up, onion boy, you sad because I'm not an onion? (laughs) And then, like, so she comes on to Davos and she's like, you want me, onion knight? And he, like, doesn't immediately realize that it's a ruse, because how fucking dare him not, like, see through the ruse that anyone would want to have sex with him? Mm. Nobody wants okay. to fuck you, Onion Boy. Okay, ever. ever. Onion Boy. Uh, he says, God pr- God protect us, because he sees a pregnant belly with a baby in it. He hides in the corner. Uh, Shadow Baby. Yeah, and he's really confused, because he thought he was going to get that nook-nook, but... Uh... And someone sent in an email asking about Tywin Lannister's powerful eyes. Hmm, yeah. That was, and, that was fun. And we also, uh, we had a fuck, Mary kill, I believe, didn't uh, we? Yeah, it was Jorah... Tywin and Stannis. Tywin and Stannis. I think mine was kill Jorah. Yeah, match. Fuck Stannis, marry Tywin. Yeah, and mine was mine was just because I'm I have I'd rather have Baratheon as my last name than Lannister. Uh, I switched and would marry Stannis, mm-hmm. and it, you know it would be a, a love it, w- it would be a sexless marriage, but not a loveless marriage. You know. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Well, that was last. So week. yeah, yeah, that was last week. Hey, let's just keep going like this. Make every episode. Yeah. Yeah, sorry we've been doing this shit for, like, an hour 15 every week. <laughs> so, uh, this week's episode, episode 5, season 2, The Ghost of Hall, which, finally, they didn't say it in the episode. Oh, yeah. Like, I was half expecting to be, Jock and Hagar, to be like, did you not know I am the Ghost of Hall?" Yeah, like, that, I, I remember it, like, ended a chapter in the books, and I was like, that's a really cool line. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm glad they didn't keep, they didn't put that in the show. It would not have worked. So this episode starts with Renly drinking from a doofy-looking-ass cup. Yep. That's, I don't... In my mind, I don't remember how it looks. I just know it is really dumb-looking. Yeah. Um, do people call this ship Brienne With Brienne and Renly? Because that's, like, right there, and I've never heard it before. Um, I don't think anyone does that. Because they're both alive for such a short amount of time. Yeah, well, get on that. But then again, I'm not browsing the Game of Thrones fanfiction page. Yeah, well, get on that. <laughs> um, Renly says Moat Caitlin because he's stupid, mm-hmm. and uh don't know if you caught that. I, I, I uh, Renly gives his plan. He's like, so what's going to happen is he can be the king in the north, okay, but he has to pledge fealty to me, and I will be the king and rule over everything. So the exact same scenario it was when the show started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's. That's not... He doesn't want to be king, you idiot. He just wants to be, like, yeah. alone. He's like, he can be king in the north, but I'm gonna be king, and that's, like, literally her demands. <laughs> yeah. Stannis and Caitlin's like, uh... Sure. Yeah, sounds good, buddy. <laughs> yeah, okay, that was easier than expected. And then, like, I love this conversation because the whole scene, Brienne is just mindlessly taking off Renly's chest plate, mm-hmm. which, like, whoops! Yeah. Maybe should have kept that on, buddy. <laughs> And it was it was just even if he didn't know it was gonna happen, it's so obvious. Like the camera spins around, he gets his chest plate off. You see like the flaps blowing on the tent. Oh yeah, and it's like the spookiest wind noises. I mean, like, this happened so quick. Like I felt like this was a much bigger event in the book because it just happens, and they're like, okay, 
Next scene. Yeah, anyways, out of here. Gotta go. Yeah, this whole... This whole episode is like people trying to mourn, and then everybody everybody else just being like, no, 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 get out of here. We gotta go. <laughs> but uh, I, I, did, I took a look at the shadow, and like, that's definitely Stephen Delane. Because yeah. like it's it's a big deal. It's like it's a shadow with Stannis's face. That's how we know that I, he did it. Because I remember and, like, I was watching for it, and it does look like him. Yeah, and like I would have loved to be there during the shooting of that because he's like screaming and contorting his face, mm-hmm. and like the actor seems so much like Stannis in real life. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he's very just like he's not jovial. Actor. Yeah. He's so gonna be, he's going to be arrested for his portrayal of Stannis Baratheon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Listen to what these northern lords have to say about working with them. You won't believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Renly gets mur- murdered silently, and then two guards run in immediately, which is weird. <laughs> the best part about this is they're like, you, treason, traitor. So You'll hang for this. Brienne says, it wasn't me, and then immediately kills two men. She, okay, she kills the fuck out of two innocent people, and, like, my only note of the scene is, like, nope, nope, sure isn't, that's not Brienne. Yeah, so she kills yeah. two dudes, and then, like, to save this kind of, she has a really good ugly cry. Oh, she yeah. Goes, ah! Like, her face is falling off as she's crying. Yeah. Which I thought was good. Like, Brienne murdering innocent people is... Like Sansa murdering innocent, or like like Stannis murdering innocent people, mm-hmm. like no, it just it doesn't. It, the, her whole thing, she's like Batman for the first couple books, and she like super kills them. It's she, not like, like a clean death and you're done. It's like yeah, murder kill. She, she does like that gross neck kill that she continues to do throughout the show. <laughs> like she goes for that neck every time in like the most uncomfortable angle. That's how she was trained. Yeah. It? Yeah. I really like Kat in this scene, though. And I really like Kat in this episode. Like, she's actually, like... She's like, she, you know, the, you can't avenge him if you're dead. Like, it's very, like, wise and pragmatic. And, like, she's adding value. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's kind of overshadowed because of, like, her imperfect mommy decisions. Mm-hmm. So... But, yeah, I like when she's... She gets the job done sometimes. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Kat. Keep it up. Uh, we get the return of the burrito. Looking worse than ever. Yep. <laughs> Like, cause the, 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 when she's talking to Littlefinger, it's just kind of like the shot, it's like a tracking shot of them walking yeah. and it's like chest up and you just see that. But in this one, you see like full body and it just looks so bad. Like who, there's no reason. Oh yeah. It's like, she just got off, she just got off her job as the Chipotle mascot. Yeah. Cause it's and like slim and then it just like flares out at the neck. It looks it's a like bad she's dress. about to fall out of it any second. Like. And not like, ooh, look, I'm being sick. It's just none of it. <laughs> yeah, like they're like the way that like Cersei and Sansa wear their hair in King's Landing is like weird to me. But like, it, you know, it looks kind of like Star Wars a little bit. But it, it, it still kind of fits the setting somehow. And you can, but this they just, can just say it, like, oh, this is how the noble ladies of the city wear their hair. Like it's different from everyone else. Yeah, but the, like, no one, no one says anything about this dress, and it's never worn again. Yeah, I think she just, like, got the hint. Like, nobody complimented her or said a single thing. Uh-huh. It's like, oh. Yeah, and, uh... Littlefinger's like, um... Yeah. Like, that's like, basically it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Mar- Marjorie gets her line in. She wants to be the queen. Mm-hmm. And, like... 
Yeah, Loris is just like getting his five minutes of grieving in before he goes to try to find some more Nook Nook. Mm-hmm. And like, there's. Did you ever see the deleted scene from the season where like Loris is like talking to Marjorie about like how he took Renly's armor and like he's. It's like a really important like character development moment, but, it but like enough gay or tit, so yeah, scarcely a gay or a tit to be had. None in none. In so like, oh yeah, yeah, you're right. How strange. Even Littlefinger wasn't like overtly trying to fuck. Yeah, weird. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, Cersei's being really difficult about Joffrey's plan for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I just, uh, okay, first of all, Tyrion is the only one who's like, look, Stannis has guys now. Everyone else is like, who the fuck is Stannis? But Tyrion's like, he has lots of guys. Like, all of Renly's guys want him. Yeah, like, is that Bran's little brother? Who the fuck is that? (laughs) And I just remembered when, uh, she says something like, all your plots and schemes, and he's like, plots and schemes are the same things. I was just imagining, like, they're not tricks, they're illusions. Yep. Good job, Tyrion. You're like, this scene was literally only included so that they could have, like, a couple of quips that they came up in the shower that morning, like, and that was one of them, and the other one was, like, Cersei's line that was, like, you can ask specifically or you can ask vaguely, the answer will be the same. Yeah, like, these two pedantic fucks can't get anything done. Like, buddy, that's the hand of the king, and, like, he could really help your plans. But, you know, she hates him because matricide and shit. Can we talk about this fucking box that Tyrion is in? He he is in that fucking box. Because okay, he's talking to um, Lancel, yep. and I imagine it as like a big like carriage or something, you know? Like, yeah, nope. With, with horses crowding down, it's just a tiny like pet. It's like you buy it for your cat as like a playpen. And he's just <laughs> sitting in it in the middle of the ground in King's Landing. Not even the good part. Yeah, he's not even like being carried somewhere else, and it's like the Pope Mobile where he's trying to stay safe. Like, nope. It's just it's like his <laughs> mobile like home, a child's tent. Yeah. <laughs> For no reason. It's like the only Christmas... It's not insulated. Like, everyone can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> it's got, like, the like the windows. Like, there's nothing... There's no utility to it. The entrance is just a flap. Like, w- what is going on here? Anyway, they say Pyromancer, and that's, like, a cool title, so... Yeah. And Lancel swears on the seven, which is neat. Mm-hmm. Um... There's caches, caches of wildfire. They're going in the water. Um, Tyrion's torturing the fuck out of this dude, uh, and he's like openly like, "Yep, torturing you isn't as fun as I thought it was." Yeah, which no is, I, I guess, yeah, yeah, like one, one of the only shades of is wasted on Lancel, who nobody likes because he <laughs> looks like Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Stannis just doesn't give a fuck about his brother. Did you notice he spent um, the entire scene taking his gloves off? Like, just... I imagine <laughs> just to fuck with Davos. Like, look at all the oh, hell yeah. I have underneath my gloves. Yeah. Yeah. He's like a quick one, though. Davos, Davos is a grower, not a shower. Davos is just like, things are bad, and he's like, you will be in bad things, and then it ends. Yeah. Davos is like, your grace, that evil shadow baby with your face that you were responsible for, we need to talk about it. And Sansa's is like, oh yes, the shadow baby that I made knowingly to commit fratricide on the one true king of Westeros, King Renly. Let's not speak we of it. We will not speak of it. <laughs> and 
And like Davos pulls that Fox News tactic where he's like, uh, some people are saying that you obey Melisandre's orders. Yeah. And it's like, buddy, that's what, you. You're the one saying what, that. What do you have? Like, no one has ever spoke about that except Davos at every second he's not talking about his fingers. Yeah, he literally like has said that to Stannis' face before, but it's still like... <laughs> Oh, some are, people are saying we're this. receiving unconfirmed reports hmm. uh, that you're whipped. Listen, I'm not. I'm not accusing. I'm just putting out the question: <laughs> Is Melisandre manipulating you? Yeah, and then we see that Stannis loves his onions boy, even if he doesn't show it very well. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I, "I should hang all the other lords. I love you, my yum yum onions boy." Um, <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> Hard truths cut both ways. Uh, Keep your fucking gloves on, but leave yeah, the siege. That, gross shit out of you. <laughs> that fucking gross shit out of my face. I think he was just taking off his gloves so that he could put an extra layer of gloves on Davos. <laughs> so that, keep that shit under wraps. Just whatever you do, don't ever let me see them again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what happens if you get a uh, Tyrion thing of the beginning of the small folk just shitting on Joffrey at every second? Yeah, because this is the point where everybody knows, and he's like, Jamie and Cersei get it on, Joffrey's an abomination, and there's a demon monkey man. And Tyrion's like, that's imaginative. And then he has, he has a sad, because he just wants to save all of these wonderful people and his good friends, but they don't appreciate him. Oh, little baby. Oh, little baby. My little boy wants some wildfire. <laughs> like, go make your fucking chain. That was way cooler. Should have kept that in the show. But whatever. Uh, Theon update. Still, uh, get, still getting shit on. <laughs> man, he just... The first 30 seconds of the scene is just him smiling at a boat. <laughs> it's not even a real boat. It's like a little rowboat. Yeah, he's just like, I'm gonna fuck that boat. <laughs> and then, so his crew comes out and makes J.O. motions at him, and then Asha comes to join in, mm-hmm. which is great. Like, she was just, like, hiding behind a couple crates, and she was like, oh, cool, they're finally shitting on my brother. Time <laughs> to join in. She's, like, slapping him on the back. She's, like, nudging him with her elbow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my brother has a tiny wiener. <laughs> and uh, so Theon's crew rows away, which is great. Without him, like yeah. looking at him. Yeah. And then this one. Then Dagmar shows up. up, and uh, he's like, "Hey, I'm your thir- I'm your first mate. They're not going to respect you. You should do something else. You should go to Torrin Square." And he's like, "But then that would leave Winterfell undefended." And then there's Greyjoy music. <laughs> Wait, I'm having an idea. And then he, there's like a, just a close up of Theon's face. For this was, five seconds and then, and then uh, my favorite bit of cinematography from this episode was it was Theon hatching a plan to take Winterfell and a hard cut to Arya cutting a sausage. <laughs> I didn't notice that. I, I noticed that. <laughs> I must have been writing down like, boy, Theon sure sucks and I hate him. And then, yeah, that scene was happening already. Like. That sausage doesn't show up again in this episode. It's just that 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 moment, that hard cut. And yeah, um, this is one of the good changes from the books. Yeah, I yeah, I really like this. Like I, I I've you know I hear people say a lot that the Arya Tywin scene is a good change, and it's like some of the best scenes in the show. And I was like, man, maybe that's a little like overrating it. But like, no, these are really good scenes. Even if it still was with Roose, I like the show Roose a lot better than the book one. Yeah. yeah. Because the book one is always like, he's very quiet and he has scary eyes, not like Tywin's powerful eyes. Yeah, we'll talk about the vampire theory down the line. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Bolton, look it up. Uh, so, they're like, hey, maybe the war isn't the best thing because, you know, the, the solstice is imminent, as they say. 
And uh, Tywin uh, gets a very interesting line where he talks about how Rob Stark is not going to fail, not without our help, uh, which it's plays into a theory the that... Uh, the week we talked about last week. Yeah, which we, I guess we can move to this week. <laughs> yeah, just say it again. And I'll be like, oh, interesting. Yeah, and uh, uh, sucks to suck, Arya. You should have fucking studied like Bran was, your fucking sigil class. Yeah. Oh, we also have to mention how Tywin like sent his cousin away. Yeah. What is he's he? like, I'm I'm sleepy. Yeah. He's like, how can we fight when we don't sleep? He's like, go home and sleep, you worthless idiot. Okay. Go sleep with your shitty wife. <laughs> Which like sounds great. Yeah, but for some reason, like Tywin has a way to like make anything sound terrible. He's like, he's gonna have go, the saddest nook like, nook with his home. wife. Go home with an armored like caravan and be safe on the roads, and then meet your wife, and then lay in bed with her and relax while everyone else is at war. Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh man, <laughs> I'm disgraced." Like, no, you're not. Yeah, that's like sick. I would be, I would be the first one. I'd just be like, "Tywin, I'm tired." Yeah, I'm, just, so uh, I'm tired too. Uh, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> later. Yeah, I'm so hungry. I'm so tired. Well, you're <laughs> lucky I don't hang you. And it's yeah, I am lucky. See ya. Yeah. <laughs> you're not wrong. Um, Arya gets like her everyone can die or whatever. Yeah, anyone can be killed, and then they like have twenty seconds of meaningful eye contact. <laughs> Just like cutting back and forth. Yeah, it's like the Kill Bill soundtrack plays. <laughs> Get me my water. Okay. Yeah, it's like I was like it was like it's almost like the implication is almost that like Tywin knows who she is at this point to me. Hmm. It, it just seemed more meaningful than like. Like, I don't know, it just seemed like very meaningful eye contact, but... I it... feel like it, that would have been more obvious if it was as she was like, Rob can turn into a wolf and fly, and he can fight anyone, if it, the camera was, like, on Tywin. Yeah. It was like, I don't know, made a face or something. I don't know. Like, that would make it more obvious. I think this was just him being like, I can't believe yeah. this northern child just said that to me. Yeah, it was just, they wanted more, they know that Tywin's powerful eyes get ratings. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to keep those in the show. Yeah. And uh-huh. Jack and Hagar. Okay. Like, <laughs> so good. Okay, because because he, <laughs> he's still in his fucking like Jack and Hagar gimmick, but he's like a boy will keep his fucking mouth shut. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like he goes out and, and he's like, "Hello, girl," and she's like, "You thought I was a boy?" He's like, "I a man knows that." You yeah, he's a like, uh, "A man knows. A man knew." I mean, I always, I don't, I don't know that you did, buddy. Yeah, like I, I always knew it. I always knew it. Proved that I didn't. Yeah, okay. And okay. then, and then he says he's going to claim three lives for the Red God, which is interesting. Like, uh, and I had to look that up. That and apparently, wrong, that also right? happens in the books. Really? Yeah, it actually, and like the the justification I found for it was because like it was a death by burning, maybe. But like maybe they like they the many faced god is like the recognition of the uh, deaths of all, all the okay yeah like if you stop Ned from like deheading three beheading three Nights Watchmen it would be like the old gods need their due yeah but that's like super specific yeah I was so at this point like they didn't want to introduce the many faced god yeah because it would be too much so they just said like the one we know already yeah so it. Like maybe maybe it was a George m- mistake or like so, like a plot thread that never you know went anywhere in the second book, but okay here's where Arya has the fucking whiff of the cinch. Mm-hmm. She's like, hmm, three people to kill. There are three remaining kings who aren't my brother. I can name anyone. You say, hmm. 
the tickler. Yeah, the the mean tickly man. Oh, and he's like, God. <laughs> like you just fucked up everything. Literally, like you you doomed thousands, tens of thousands of people, which I'm told is a lot. Hmm. And it's, uh, like, like you, I, I guess she like oh said him because she didn't believe him or whatever. But after that, like it happens. Yeah, like, at least, like, be like, hey, uh, fucking Balon and, uh, Joffrey. Like, uh, I could go... Yeah. Go, go get them. Ugh. You... You really screwed that one up, Arya. Usually I'm on your side, but... Yeah, you beefed it. He didn't say three lives in Harrenhal. Yeah. Three lives of, like, humans. She literally asked for clarification. She was like, I can name literally anyone. He was like, yeah, buddy, yeah. <laughs> the Tickler. I think that's it. She didn't even know his name. It's like, a, a, a man needs a name. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, the, the mean tickly boy, you know. Right, sure, whatever, just get away from me. You know, rat boy. He, like, re- like, I have, a man has this awesome killing power, and you want me to kill this thing bat, like, around the corner? And man, he does, he sure does kill the shit out of him, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. That was so good. Does he just, okay, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, just the absolute anytime, shit. J- Jackin, at this point, is, like, over and later. And that anytime you yeah. screen, I'm just like, this guy is so great. Yeah, there's a theory there. Of course. Uh, what happens? Uh, we learn about Corrin Halfhand because he shows up like five minutes later. Did it ever show them leaving Craster's Keep? I don't think so. Like, they're just here now. Yeah, like they were like, we're about to leave and we can't take Gilly uh, for reasons. Mm-hmm. And But yeah, and then they're immediately at the fist. And <laughs> so... Sam is, like, trying to explain a little bit of Westerosi history, and there's, like, D&D self-inserts through Ed and Gren, and they're like, stop talking about that boring, pointless shit. Nobody cares. Like, I'd rather die than hear any lore. It was that he was like, this is the Fist of the First Men. It's very old. And they're like, yeah. fuck off, nerd. Like- and then, in the same scene, they're like, they, they make fun of Sam for learning things in books. He's like, what did you do? Read a book? Boop. Yeah, like- fucking own. Yeah, it was... And it's like, um, well, I, I still don't get why they all make fun of Sam, because his job is to be the smart guy. Like, that's why he's there. You know? Yeah, like, you don't call a librarian a nerd. Like, that's self-explanatory. Like, you walk into the library, like, where's the history section? Around here. <laughs> Whatever, dickhead, jerk-off yeah. motion. Can I go to, like, a Magic the Gathering tournament and, like, hey, I bet you guys suck at basketball. <laughs> Fuck you. Like, <laughs> yeah. they, they know that. <laughs> Yeah. This is a quick scene, right? I don't have anything else for it. Yeah, I mean, it was... They were like, oh, uh, Corrin Halfhand is there. Yeah, Sam's thinking about his girlfriend, and he's like, Gilly would love this horrible frozen wasteland surrounded by ice monsters, and Ed and Grin are like, huh, love. And then that's uh, pretty much it. Tyrion meets with a pyromancer who's doing his Andy Kaufman foreign man impression. I was just say, this pyromancer is just, like, chewing the walls off the scenery in this scene. Yeah. Because like, no, this is his only scene as far as I know. Oh, yeah. He he's was like, going for that Emmy. He's making it laugh. Though I hey. did, like, like, Tyrion's like, of course he has to make a dick joke in the pyromancer. He's like, well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish they would have kept... Like, one of my favorite things about the, about, like, the wildfire thing is when they explain in the books uh, how the pyromancers, like, get their training. Mm-hmm. Like, they have to... 
they have to go into this secluded room and like this cell and they have to make wildfire. But if, if it catches fire, the entire floor opens up into a giant trap door and they fall, they fall into this giant vault of sand and, yeah. and the pyromancer burns alive. Yeah. So like you can't fuck up this wildfire. And yeah, but yeah, and then the pyromancer's like, here, we have a secret doom cellar and there's some fire nukes in it. Um, I hope you, you don't misuse them. And Tyrion's like, Cersei's not gonna misuse them. I am. Yeah, like, is that supposed to be like a sick, a sick burn? Ooh. But what, like, why is that so dramatic? He's like, you won't be making them for her anymore. You'll be making them for me. Like, why is that such a thing? Yeah, like, Cersei wants to use these on the Blackwater. So I'm and going, I'm to, use going them. to use them on the Blackwater. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> like, he's not like a double agent for Stannis. Like, they're doing the same thing. The, 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 I guess the reasoning is that you never hear what Cersei is actually going to do with it. Right. So she could have just tried to pull, like, an heiress Targaryen, like, burn the city. Yeah. Which we don't know, but that seems really misguided, even for her. Yeah. It's a... Those caches of wildfire are a real big Chekhov's gun in general in the series. Yeah. So, uh, when's that one's winter coming out? Um, oh, anyways. There's another... Uh, we didn't get to it yet, but there's another foreshadowing thing that you would only catch, like, watching again. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, it was with Bran. Did you get it? Uh... What the fuck did Bran do in this episode? Uh, he was talking to Osha and shit? He, like, a guy comes, and he's like, I need help on my farm. And then Bran is like, we'll send you two orphan boys to help. Oh, yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice, nice. That was nice, yeah. I just heard that. I was like, ooh, okay. It's all your fault, Bran. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> anyway, what happened to that? Um... Danny's feeding Drogon little pieces of Ricaro's head. Yeah, I was like, great, just when I forgot about Daenerys. Yeah. <laughs> and Dorea loves those dragons, and Eerie is super jealous. Watch out for this cat fight, fellas. This scene just was... There was just such a weird vibe with everything happening. I didn't understand what was supposed to be happening here, because one of them is like, please, wear this shirt. The other was like, don't wear it! Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... Yeah, it, like, this... It's It felt like... Like, I had missed a couple episodes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, and, and, you know, this is all, like, the, the Handmaiden stuff is all invented in this season. And, like, Dorea beefed it in the Red Waste in the books. Yeah. Um, but, so, yeah, um, they go to, like, some courtyard, and uh, she has to go tell Kavara and Malako not to steal things. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but what if we uh, steal it later? He's like, not later either. I'm like, but what how do we, we steal what, it then? What if when no one is looking, we take it? Like, what if we what if we take it, but we don't ask? Yeah, nope, still stealing. Oh, fuck. And then the fucking dean from Community shows up. <laughs> and, yeah. And he's like, look at my multiplication magic. Yeah, he uses fucking double team. Yes. <laughs> how is he moving so fast? Uh, <laughs> and then everyone just claps. Like, yeah. And then Zaro's like, they think they can actually use magic. And it's like, how the fuck else do they do that? I just saw five of that guy. That looks like magic to me. Yeah. And he's like, the House of the Undying is like that nerdy frat where you go to read books and drink ch- and drink some cheap booze. Mm-hmm. And they think that magic is real. It's yeah. like, buddy, 
You just saw it. This is basically the like. Oh, Simba, that's the elephant graveyard. You must never go yeah. there. Like, that was this. And then we get Quaith of the Shadow looking like Voldo from Soul Calibur. Like, and she fucking talks to Jora, which, like, nope. That, nope. Does she even say the thing she's supposed to say? Is it Not at this big, point. Yeah, she's just like, look out to Jora the Andel. And he's like, whoa, fucking... whoa, 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 whoa. Are you from Ashai? <laughs> And then she drops no one, which I thought might have been cool. Yeah. But she was like, hey, uh, people are going to want to steal her dragons because like, their weapons of mass destruction and people thought they were gone forever and shit. And he's like, hmm, I, interesting I, point. Were you I, not considering that this whole time, Jorah? I don't understand. A shy. But we don't, we don't steal things. As the, her that blood riders are stealing strong. absolutely everything. Like, <laughs> Yeah. He, he fucking steals a cup. They even added that little scene in there yeah, like he where he, like, get, he gets a fancy drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, but I I hated that Quaith talked to Jorah because there's like so much mystery still about like who Quaith is. Mm-hmm. There are even theories that it's, it's like a Tyler Durden thing, or it's like a time traveling Danny from the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so so buckle in. But oh, like uh, I I don't like that. You know, it's nice to flesh out characters, but I don't like when it's, like, at the expense of a main character, especially, like, a woman. And it's like, let's get the silver fox to, like, take all of her interesting mythical shit. Yeah. And, like, they, they beefed up Jorah a lot in the show. And, like, in not movie, physically, because he's... They're always like, he's so ugly and hairy and no one likes him. But he's, like, yeah, not actually that bad looking. Yeah. Show. Yeah, he's... Yeah, he's, 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 a, he's... He's not bad. Yeah, and he, He's, he's got a fucking voice like Velvet. Mm-hmm. Good voice, yeah. Yeah, we so... Uh, stop complimenting Jorah, because this just is weird. Oh, later this episode, he, he fucks it up big time, so... <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, Brienne and Kat are having bonding time about, like, pregnancy and shit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at this point, like, it struck me that, like, it's interesting that Stannis and Brienne, like, probably suspect that the other person killed Renly. Mm-hmm. So, like, it might be cool if they ever, like, cross paths in, in the books or something like that. might be interesting. Yeah, in the books. But, um... In the books, that would be cool. Not in the show. Yeah, or in the show. Whatever happens. Not um, in the show, that would be cool. Yeah, so, Bran... Yeah, Bran wants to do so that she can kill Stannis. Uh, Kat wants to go be with Bran and Bran Jr. Uh, um... There's this line where she's like, do you think you can take Stannis? He's surrounded by guards. He never is. He's always low. <laughs> He's surrounded by his yum-yum onions, boy. Exactly. It's always and... just Davos or just Melisandre. Like... He's never with a guard. Ever. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't fucking have guards. He doesn't. Like, and, <laughs> maybe he just yeah. never considered it. Like, he doesn't know that's something you can do. Like, do like, like, why would I need other people to fight for me when I'm like myself and I like, can just I'm, do it myself? I'm the king. Like, what? Yeah. You know, the king has a king's guard, my lord. What? You mean uh, uh, Onion Boy? You is mean that Onion Guy and like a witch? Yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> Tapas are just like his best man. Like he's just there for like emotional support and food. Also, and then I mean, like she's like, "Go ahead." I just I just had the idea that this is how Brienne thinks you make friends by sharing <laughs> an oath of loyalty for them to the rest of, for the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And. She's like, okay, I will swear my life to you, but like, you can't, you can't restrain me if I, if I'm about to kill Stannis. 
Like, that's One. a big but. One. Uh-huh. Why would she do that? She, <laughs> yeah. she wants Stannis out of there. Uh, two. Uh, what the fuck is Kat gonna do if you're trying to kill Stannis? Exactly. Like, literally the entire show is Kat being like, no, stop fighting, and nobody listening. I think, like, I think I just remembered, I don't know, probably because it's involving Kat and Brienne, but yeah. there's been, like, no Jamie. Oh, yeah. I forgot how long he's, like, out of the picture. Yeah, he's just been, I guess... He was off growing that beard. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, it, then this is the scene with Bran. Yeah, and Rickon's crushing some nuts. Rickon, I thought he was playing that game with the knife between your fingers. <laughs> but just with a giant rock. Yeah. And Brent's like, stop you, stop it. And like, <laughs> You don't get on camera that much, and this is how you portray yourself? Yeah, and like, his direction was definitely like, you know how like people act when they're drunk? Because like, he was very like, at a bar, like, I'll tell you when I've had enough. Like, it was very... Yeah. He was embodying drunk person. I'll, I'll smash, I can stop smashing rocks whenever I want. Yeah. I'm gonna smash 50 nuts tonight. <laughs> Whatever. Where's your dog? <laughs> Fuck a dog. Like, okay. It's time to get you home, Rickon. Yeah. Where do you live? I'm, I'm, I am I'm. live here at Winterfell. No. Where do you live, Rickon? When? <laughs> in, the, in the goddamn crypts. Yeah. <laughs> so then Bran says two orphan boys. Like, of course that's in here for a reason. Yeah. And then no one in this goddamn world understands metaphors. Yeah. Like, I do like that Roderick shows up and he's like, don't worry, Bran. Only somebody who's raised at Winterfell could defeat us in battle. Wink. Mm -hmm. And then, like, a raven flies right in front of Osha and Bran and Hodor. And they're, like, wondering about what this raven's up to. And Bran's like, my dream was that the water flooded Winterfell, and you died. And yeah. also, there was a crack in there. Like, like okay, Osha was just like, she was just like, Bran, your dreams are really important, and like, I know you just had a premonition that Ned died and shit, so like, it's really important that like, you tell me about your dreams. And she's like, he's like, yeah, I had a dream that everybody here died, and she's like, nope, never mind, your dreams don't mean anything, they're bad and wrong, nope, back like, to work. Was, was his... She's like, she actually says, like, I, got, I gotta go deliver these potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, she has to get out of there quick. But was yeah. Bran's dream actually like, oh, in my dream, Ned died? Because this is still, even though it's obvious, it's still more vague, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then, uh, beyond the wall, Corrin's like, there's a fire over there, Mance was one of us, now he's... How long has Corrin been out here? Like, it, um, this looks so terrible, I don't know how anyone can... We need to be a wildling. Oh, Skype problems. Like, Skype he just problems. hung out for a whole winter, just for the hell of it. Okay, we're good again. Oh no! Hello? Hang, hang in there. Uh, are we... Hey! Yeah, are, are we back? We're back. Yeah, I think we're, we're back. Okay, oh boy, this is gonna be fun. Alright. Uh, what happened? You said he was hanging out with the wildlings? Yeah, he just, like, spent the whole last winter beyond the wall. Just, like, for shits and giggles. Like, John, like, fuck John here. Okay, because he's like, I'm taking my best men. And John's like, I want to go. Like, if that was any, if Gren was like, I want to go with Corn Half Hand, they'd be like, no, <laughs> who are you? Like, no. 
you're like 12. That's not going to happen. But yeah. <laughs> so what happens is uh, you are Mormon. It's like, like, well, also- you suck at your job, so go. Like. Yeah, like, he says it like it's, like, this great line. I hope you're a better ranger than you were a steward. And it's, like, unowned in front of everybody, dude. Don't, like, knowingly nod at him and then go with Corrin. Yeah. He's like, thanks, Dad. And so, yeah, uh, Sam's a nerd, and that comes in handy, I guess. Because he's like, oh, I'll wipe your ass, Jior, for you. And so, yeah, I think that's what stewards do. I don't know. We can only assume. Yeah. Uh, so... In Karth, uh, Zaro is like, how long has Jorah been trying to smash? And Tanny's like, no, we're besties. He's like a brother to me. He would never look at me like that. And Zaro's like, nope. I do like this Zaro, Zoe, and Zaxos, though. Like the actor and how they're portraying him in the show. Because in the books, wasn't he just like, I'm crying yeah. and I'm gay? Like, yeah. Yeah, I... Yeah. We are having some great Skype problems right now. Yeah, but he's crying and gay, but he also, like, really wants to fuck. So I guess, uh... Okay. Good. What happens? Fuck! Yep, great. Literally, like, it was like, oh, it finally sounds good, then nope. Alright, well, give it another go. Yeah, what happened with Zaro Goxo Goxos? Um, he was, like, asking why, uh, how long Jorah's been trying to smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Danny's like, no, he's my best friend and my bestie, and I love him like a brother, and I would never smash him. Mm-hmm. And then Zaro's like, nope, nope, he's trying to smash. Yeah. And, uh... He's like, he's like, come, take my hand. And he's such a large man. Like, she had little... Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a shot where, like, yeah, when they're in front of the vault, there's a shot where he like he looks like two of her. And if you think Which, about it, at this point for her, like his proposal isn't that bad. It's not. Like maybe with book Zaxos, you're gonna be like, oh okay, but this is like a big, powerful man with tons of money, and he's like, listen, you got just marry me, and you can have basically everything you want. Yeah, you can have this vault that's full of horses and ships, uh-huh. but you. You can't get into the horse vault without a wedding ring. Yeah. And she's like, mm. And, yeah, and uh, he tells her that Robert died, which, like, I forget that people don't know things immediately. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes they just do. But, yeah. like, no one's yeah. a raven across the seas. So. Yeah, it was literally, like, ten episodes ago. So I figured, like, informant-ass Jorah would be like, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, I heard from Beyond the Shadow that Robert Baratheon <laughs> But, yes, tragically. So yeah, speaking of Jorah, he's real fussy because Danny might marry a guy with some value to her. Mm-hmm. And like he writes, Jorah, like okay, you're exiled from your home, no Valyrian sword, like no family. Why would she choose you? Like a nice voice, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But like he writes the most like friend zone yearbook entry about how she's like the nicest, sweetest girl in the entire school, and he's so lucky to know someone with such a gentle heart. And, and sometimes I think about you when I'm alone at night. Up to and she's like, she's shown nothing of that. All she says is how she's gonna kill everyone. Yeah. Like, why would anyone like her? Yeah, there was the scene where where Zara was like, 
like, oh, so you're a conqueror. And she's like, no, I'm not. And then he's like, well, what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to conquer Westeros, uh, take what's mine by right, um, and k- kill everyone who tries to stop me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's, buddy, that's... Uh, that's conquering. That's what we call it. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just, like, Jorah, like, pissed me off, so I wasn't paying attention to what he was saying. So if you oh, can yeah. guide me on this scene. I mean, it, it, the scene seemed like it was, like, Danny being, like kind of realizing that Jorah might be trying to smash after Jaro suggested Zaro suggested it. Uh-huh. And then like as soon as like he like complimented her and very transparently showed that he wanted to fuck for like thirty seconds, she just like looked away and like he was like fuck. He was like that was stupid. And then she was like well as my advisor and my advisor only, what do you think I should do platonically? Mm-hmm. And so yeah he he fucked up real bad. And uh like I could've I could have could have told you she wasn't into you, buddy. But There's also a part where Jorah's like, you can't have an army of sellswords. Like that's exactly what she does and it works out fine. Yeah. Like there's like, this really big like stigma against cell swords and like they've never posed that much of a problem. And he also says like you have support across like, the sea, like, no, no one cares about her. <laughs> no, He's just creating this fantasy world where everyone likes Daenerys and she's the best. And also nope, nope, nope. Suck. Oh, yeah, he's doing, he's fucking doing what Viserys did. Yeah. He was like, they'll all bring up their, they'll go to their attics and pull out their old Targaryen banners and put them back up. It's like, no, they won't. So He was just fucking pulling that the small folk wish for a summer that never ends and rains for the crops. Yeah. And it's like, you can't. That's different things. <laughs> so that, like, nightmare ends. And then we just have shirtless Gendry <laughs> for no reason. Absolutely oh. no reason. And Arya is negging the fuck out of him. <laughs> She's like standing She's just like, nice fighting stance, idiot. Do you want to yeah. get stabbed? Yeah. You're not hot. <laughs> like, there really is... No reason for this at all. Absolutely not. But I enjoyed it, nonetheless. Yeah, it was some premium beef cake. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And the, t- the tickler gets the fuck, gets owl-necked to fuck. Mm-hmm. And this is, like, probably my favorite thing that Jack and Ever does, because he does the coolest gesture where he's, like, saying, that's one, but it's also, like, a like sad, a, sarcastic a, teardrop. Yeah. And he's like, so he's up, like, oh, this guy just fell from above. He's up there in, like, a castle window, surrounded by vines, eating a fruit, and making a teardrop eye. Like, what the fuck? This guy is yeah. awesome. Like, yeah, it's, like, the most amazing version of a Mary Sue in the world. I know. But still, somehow, I'm like, yes. Yeah, like, this is the good... Like, usually with these kind of characters, I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, okay, Dark Star, you're of the night. Like, whatever, that's stupid. But, like, man, this I, dude I nails it. At some point, he was, like, Arya did save him, and he was in danger when a man didn't want to be hot. And, like, she freed him, so... His only enemy is a... Yeah, <laughs> a man doesn't like to be hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, that's, like, his ultimate power. It's, like, his kryptonite. He can kill anyone anywhere unless there's a cart there. And then he yeah. was rendered entirely inept. <laughs> it's like a butterfly net and fairy godparents. Mm-hmm. Of course. So I don't read comic books, so that's the only thing I can go off of. That's your reference, yeah. Uh, well, that's the episode. 
Sure was. I mean, like, kind of a lot happened, and it was, like, really quick. Like, like uh, Renly died. Like, that was one of the guys. Yeah, I was like, I was like, hmm, like, did anything noteworthy happen? And like, oh, one of the five kings died. And... He just, like, glossed over it so quick that I forgot immediately. Like, yeah. as soon as that scene ended, I was like, oh, where's Renly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring back that water dress. I want to see that shit again. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's Lord the, uh, work of the week. Yeah, Kim's sleeping. Okay, don't wake her, it's fine. Hey, hey, um, hey, 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 do the thing. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'd like to give everybody a little, uh, primer on what's called the Talisa Honeypot Theory. Oh, what's this? I haven't heard of it. Yeah, um, there's, there's a great video, uh, called Roost Change, uh, that kind of lays out some still some scenes. Good, still a good joke. A it's a great later. joke. A week later, it's still great. Way to go, maker of that video. <laughs> and it's basically that um, Rob's Rob's GF in the show Talisa is a, is completely a show invention, and they changed her from Rob's GF in the books, who like has a backstory and is like a Lannister bannerman, and it's like a whole thing. Um, and kind of for no reason, mm-hmm. like. The way that it's been so far, like, that could have just been Jane Westerling, and that's, like, whatever, but they gave her, like, this whole weird backstory. Like, this theory would make even more sense if it was Jane Westerling. Yeah. She's a Lannister, like, plunged to them. So, basically, there's a theory uh, that Talisa is actually a Lannister spy who was, like, sent to the camp to seduce and infiltrate um, Rob and his small council and all that that shit. Mm -hmm. So um, this is kind of where the evidence really starts, and I I don't want to like give all the evidence because like it happens periodically, and there will be like scenes where I'll be like, and hey, that only makes sense if she's a spy. But like right now in this episode, uh, Tywin drops that line where he's like, Rob Stark is not going to fail, not without our help, and like that definitely implies that it's like like if he was just like not without our help, by defeating them in battle the same way that we've been trying to do. Like, it implies some kind of subterfuge from the inside. Um, Tywin, while discussing war plans, spies in Rob's camp. And uh, Talisa is repeatedly seen writing letters at the, beginning of, at the beginning of scenes. Like, Rob will just, like, show up to talk to her when she's, like, writing letters around the campfire and she'll just, like, tuck it in her shirt and be like, oh, my lord. And, like, she's, she says that she's, like, from Volantis, and, like, she feigns ignorance about Westerosi customs, but she knows a hell of a lot about it when, like, asked. Like, she knows about maesters and shit, and, like, Arya fucks up my lord and my lord, which is a Westerosi custom, but, like, Talisa does it properly every time. Um, uh, people from Volantis uh, have Valyrian coloring. They look a lot like Daenerys. Uh, and every Westerosi person of color from Essos, like Shay and Sirio and shit, uh, have an accent, which, uh, that's like very, like, a foreign accent, and, uh, Talisa does not. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, Rob jokingly accuses her of being a spy. I think that's probably, like, in the next episode. She'll be like, oh, are you working for Tywin Lannister? And she's like, oh, yes, I'm writing to the Lannisters, and the young wolf is moving south. <laughs> Good one, hun. And then Arya finds a letter on Tywin's desk which talks about Rob moving south. Yeah. So, um, that's, I guess that's a little bit of a spoiler, whoops. But, um, so, another, one more thing from this episode. Um, Reginald, the guy who Tywin dismissed, part of the theory is that that's actually Talisa's father. And because we learn, because we learn that, 
um, he's going to Lannisport, which is where... So the theory is that she's... Reginald is Talisa's father, that she grew up in Lannisport, which is where he was going. And that explains why she was so familiar with West Jersey customs, keeps the seven, knows what maesters are, etc., etc. And this theory kind of comes from the fact that Tywin says the, we won't, uh, we won't defeat him not without our help, or he won't lose not without our help. He looks right at Reginald, and the camera cuts at him, cuts to him for no reason. And he's like, not without our help, Reginald, Reginald, Reginald. And to like, knowing Tywin eyes, and then it cuts back. Like, all these, uh, Lannisters have sick ass names, and you have to be Reginald. Like, step it up. That's all. Yeah, like, way to make Kevin look good. I know. Reggie Fucking Reggie Lannister. So yeah, there's there's constant evidence that Talisa doesn't really add up, and it's... So, if you don't believe this theory, it's either... The only way that this makes sense is that she's a Lannister spy, or that the writing was just awful and careless. So that's your... That's, you can decide. Most likely the, the latter on that one. Yeah, y- you know, um, not to not to disparage uh, the writers of my very favorite television program, um, but... Yeah. Keep an eye out. No matter how much you say that, you're not going to get a free HBO Go subscription. Like, it's not going to it, It's like $15 a month. I can't pay for that shit. Exactly. Netflix just got bumped up a dollar. Yeah. Which, I made yeah, of money. You, you pay for Netflix? I actually do. Oh. I'm the one person in my household who got stuck with that shit. Oh, that's your burden to bear? Yeah. I got a job and I don't even pay for it, so like... Oh, nice. <laughs> jacking someone else's account. Yeah. I mean, paying for my Netflix account that I pay for. My boss does pay does pay my uh, WWE Network subscription, which is nice. <laughs> but you know, good deal. Yeah, perks. Uh, emails. Uh, if you want to send us an email, you can send it to postgot at gmail dot com or our Tumblr postgameofthrones dot tumblr dot com. Only one this week. No one had anything to say. They're mad at us for last week. Understand? That's fair. Uh, this week's email comes in from a friend of the show, Cheese Art, who asks, That feel when no hot weasel soup. Like, yeah. I missed it. Too. Yeah. I know that feel. Mm-hmm. Which, this is, it's something that happens later in the show. Yeah. Like, just another book that Good point, Cheese Art. Pretty cool that was taken out of the show. Like, not necessary in any way, but just a thing, like, I would have liked to see. Are we alive again? Yeah, I, he- I hear you. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, this is terrible, so let's just... Please donate to our Patreon so that we can fly to New Jersey or Florida and record these podcasts in person. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, I did want to talk about the Dunkin' Egg books, but Skype is being... Oh, yeah, yeah. So we can just save that for next week when we've read more. Yeah, yeah. I'm like halfway through the second one. <laughs> Great, Skype's crashing again. Cool. Oh boy, I'm. Follow me at Brock Tringle on Tumblr and Twitter. End it. Hello. End the suffering.
Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm Brooks. Oh, there's a hurricane. Uh, fuck. Uh, Joaquin. Um, I'm Brooks. Uh, Sirius Jones. Uh, uh, fucking Brooks is on Twitter. Uh, catch you later. Thanks for listening. Let's go Mets.